Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Funeral Bossing Podcast. This week we're going to talk about the FEMA COVID-19 Funeral Assistance Plan for the families who suffered a loss last year um, due to COVID-19. So no matter where you are located, my gosh, here we are over a year later and it's something that's still impacting so many communities. Um, this was something that I think was a kind of a, a surprise to a lot of families to, to see, whoa, we're going to be able to get reimbursed for these expenses. And, um, you know, recently the NFDA had a webinar and they had a FEMA representative on there and they provided so much information. It was very insightful. Um, for me, it was a little overwhelming. And so I can imagine, I'm sure there's still a lot of questions maybe up in the air that came after having a conversation with the family, but I wanted to provide you guys a couple points that I found helpful. Um, and I've also created a one-pager. If anybody could use it, it could if it could be a resource or of help to you, send me an email at funeralbossinc uh, at gmail.com. I'll send it your way. It's something that you could just print out and provide your families with any paperwork they may be coming in to get receipt wise or contract wise. But when the paperwork, um, the one pager that I, I created has is just some simple seven points, um, starting with how do I apply? So families would need to call in to the FEMA reimbursement line. Um, they have a designated phone number. They started taking calls April 12th. And I remember in the beginning, I would kind of keep an eye on the FEMA website. And there was even a point where they had to put a disclosure saying they were receiving a high volume of calls. If people could not get through to just keep trying, um, I think maybe the rush has kind of maybe not died down a little, but it probably are, they have a better chance of getting through without any issues. But families can call 800 462 7585 and start their claim putting in their claim Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday Eastern Time. They call that number. They can start uh, with putting in their claim. So in order to be eligible for the funeral assistance, uh, the death must have occurred in the United States and including U.S. territories. And the death certificate must indicate that the death was attributed to COVID-19. Um, one thing that I found um, so surprising was uh, the other day I asked on social media, hey guys, have any of you had any experience with submitting claims? Um, and that applied to either at work or just it, your personal life. You know, people lost somebody in their life to COVID-19. It just didn't have to be through work. It could have been your own family members. And one thing that I heard a couple of times was some funeral directors sharing that, you know, in the beginning when they were taking care of all the death certificates, families did not want COVID-19 on there. So they were, I guess, very adamant of having it taken off. And now with this reimbursement program, it's one of the requirements. So they're having to go back to amend the death certificate to get it back on. So I can imagine that headache. I'm hoping you guys are getting support from the counties and getting all of that updated. I'm sure it's a pain and a hassle, um, but it's, hey, one of the requirements here. Death certificate must indicate death was attributed to COVID-19. Um, applicant must be a U.S. citizen, uh, let's see here, non-citizen, national, or qualified alien uh, who occurred funeral expenses after January 20th of 2020. 
uh, there's no requirement for the deceased person to have been a U.S. citizen, non-citizen, national, or qualified alien. Documentation will be, of course, a death certificate with what we mentioned just a moment ago, saying you know, COVID-19 is on there. And then they're going to need to provide any documentation. So, you know, copies of receipts, their contract, um, making sure, you know, their name's on it and the deceased person's name's on it as well. Um, I can imagine that's probably caused some friction too amongst family and, you know, I'm sure you guys are getting multiple calls from different family members trying to put the claim in. I can only imagine what a headache that is. So, but it's showing here in order to put their claim in, they need to show that proof of funds were received as well. So, um, how they made payment, you know, they got to make sure they have their, their ducks in a row. Um, so what funeral expenses are covered? So that's a good question too. You know, when it comes to funeral expenses, contracts are broken down. Um, I always say in three parts, right? There's your service fees, your merchandise, and then your cash advances. So out of all of that, what would be covered? And it says here, you know, what would be covered would be transportation for up to two individuals to identify the deceased, transfer of remains, casket or urn, burial plot or cremation niche, marker or headstone, clergy or officiant services, arrangement of the funeral ceremony, use of funeral home equipment and staff, cremation or interment cost, costs associated with producing and certifying multiple death certificates, and additional expenses mandated by any applicable local or state government laws or ordinances. Uh, assistance is limited to a maximum of $9,000 per funeral and a max of $35,500 for multiple funerals. So I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I mean, it was a big reality for a lot of communities. Um, I had a conversation with a funeral director here in California just the other day, and she was saying, you know, how devastating it was for them because they weren't just burying one parent, they were burying two parents a few days apart, a few weeks apart, all because of COVID-19 passings. And I could not imagine how devastating that was for so many families. You know, it's already hard to lose one person. Imagine losing both your parents or more than one relative because of the illness. So very, very sad, but I think this is gonna be such a big deal for so many families who are able to go back, put those claimants and be able to um, get their money back. Um, so hats off to all of you. I asked the other day, you know, what are you guys doing? And uh, some of you shared, you know, how proactive you guys were being. So I'm gonna share some of the responses we got on your experience so far. Um, one person said, I made a post about this the other day. I had to contact all the families who were eligible, printed all their paperwork, all their receipts, and made sure I helped them with getting everything picked up. One person said, printing invoices all day, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, one person said, we can't submit a claim on their behalf, but I did explain how to do it and provided paperwork needed. Uh, we've had so many people have death certificates changed to saying not COVID in the beginning, and now we got to change it back. So that was another headache I mentioned in the beginning. Um, another one said, yeah, giving them a copy of the death certificate and their bill and they're on their way. One person said, we're helping families. FEMA does call the funeral home to verify all the info. That's helpful to know. 
Um, one person said, we actually sent letters out to all of our families that we served with COVID passing. To our surprise, we haven't received one call yet to help. That's interesting. Um, one person, oh, this is a big one, guys. So uh, this funeral home said, we helped 186 families last year with COVID passings. So far, we've been successfully able to assist 100 of them with putting in their claims. Wow. Um, let's see here. One person said, um, we sent out letters for those who qualified. So far, no one's reached out. That's another surprising one. Another one, a lot of families have been calling in. They're putting in their claims. They need their receipts and their copies. So, you know, big, again, kudos to all of you guys helping. Um, I know it's hard. You already have a full plate, right? Death does not stop. So in addition to going back a year to help all of the families from last year who had a passing because of COVID-19, you're still dealing with the day-to-day passings that you get every single day at the funeral home. So trying to be proactive is amazing customer service that you can do to the families in addition to what you've already provided them. but sometimes if some people just don't have the bandwidth to be able to do that so i seen that side too i got a few comments people saying you know we've already did our part you know they could do this part and um one person was saying nope we made it a mission to make sure we dedicated time and dates and appointments to sitting with them helping them because we have a lot of elderly in our community so whatever approach you're taking you know we still appreciate you guys you know hats off last responders if anyone has uh respect for you it's me i totally understand what you guys are dealing with daily um if again guys if i can provide this one cheater to you please reach out don't hesitate i'll email it right over to you guys um stay tuned a lot of the uh, fema reimbursement uh, is still being talked about it's still a very hot topic um and go to their website uh, fema.gov they have a big bullet point there about the fema COVID-19 funeral assistance program. Uh, it's it's something that I'm sure is going to be active for another couple months. I can imagine the amount of claims that have been submitted. Um, but you guys are providing a beautiful service to people who are at a loss right now. And, um, you know, enough information can never be too much. So uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. Have a great rest of the week. And we will see you next week with another episode.